0: I sat down for an hour and then I did a Megyn Kelly one and she had you know just boy she became nastier all of a sudden. She was pretty nasty didn't you think anybody that watched it. Can a man become a woman?
1: Um. <laughs> hey what's up folks. Trump says that Megyn Kelly got nastier after she gave him a really great, really fair and to be honest very kind and respectful interview. Democrats.
0: I get it. And I'm not not not, somebody who denies. But of course,
1: a lot of people have been vaccine injured. And we're going to reminisce on what Candace Owens told me after her interview. And he kind of just went into an ad for how great he was, right? And like, I got this out and it was the fastest.
0: Vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind.
1: Where Trump called his vaccine one of the greatest achievements of mankind and the backlash she faced.
2: He does this a lot of times. He lists his accomplishments and he wasn't hearing me, and he was instead focused on listing his accomplishments. Um, and obviously the media, which was so pro big pharma, loved this, they seized upon it.
1: Because this seems to be a trend. If you lick the dirt off his shoes and say it's chocolate, he'll like you. If you ask him fair journalistic questions about Operation Warp Speed, vaccine injuries, and his involvement in the CARES Act, he'll try to kick you out of the party like he did to Thomas Massey.
2: Way, and I'm proud of him. I totally support him for what he did.
0: So he said he said he would on the phone. He told me he was going to come at me like I've never seen. Never, never in your life before have you seen the way in which I will come.
1: Give you the cold shoulder like it seems like he did to Candace Owens or call you nasty like he did to Megyn Kelly after she praised him after the interview and said a lot of great things about him. The proof's in the pudding, folks. Watch this video. Don't get triggered. And the show starts now it's the dream rare podcast welcome to the show the way to get the news at the desk or on the road let's go god is great and success in our control the world is crazy but we get better from obstacles what's going on everybody welcome to today's episode of the dream rare podcast i covered it last week where megan kelly gave an interview to trump and i thought it was probably the best journalistic interview that trump has faced since 2020 definitely this year where Megan Kelly asked him a lot of questions that a lot of people loyal to him don't want to ask him or they just kind of brush over. And Megan really asked him pretty directly, but I thought she was super respectful, super kind about it. I don't think she went too far or was too rude or anything. I mean, she was definitely very, I would say nicer than I probably would have been. I wouldn't have been mean by any means, but I felt like she pushed him a little bit, got his answer and kind of let him off and didn't go that hard. So you know, I found it kind of surprising when Trump came out at a rally or whatever it is and said that he thought Megyn Kelly would turn nasty and she's nasty now and she was nasty to him. Uh, here's that. And then a few clips of just some of the stuff she asked him, which was a great journalistic question.
0: I sat down for an hour and then I did a Megyn Kelly one and she had, you know, just boy, she became nastier all of a sudden. She was pretty nasty. Didn't you think anybody that watched it? can a man become a woman um <laughs> a lot of people You're are so- proud of it. No, I'm not proud of it. I'm saying what Democrats think. Democrats you, I get it. I mean, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm not not somebody I'm who not, denies, but yeah. of course a lot of people have been vaccine injured. And that's one of the questions. Those people are mad that they were rushed through and that they can't sue. Not only did you not fire Fauci, who is loathed by many, many, millions of Republicans in particular, but also some Democrats. By the way, you made him a star. You made him a star. This is the criticism of you, that you made him the face of the White House coronavirus. Task you think groups, so? That he was out at every presser, that he was running herd for the administration on COVID, and that you actually gave him a presidential commendation before you left office. Wouldn't you like a do-over on that? uh i don't know who gave him the commendation i sat down for an hour and then i did a megan kelly one and she had you know just boy she became nastier all of a sudden she was pretty nasty didn't you think anybody that watched
1: so megan kelly broke the first new rule of maga which is you don't you don't do your job you do not question him you don't ask legitimate questions you just praise and get on your knees and carpet the, you know, or or vacuum the carpet in front of them. Uh, I thought she was super kind, super respectful. After the interview, she actually came out and made a video and said that Trump answered these questions better than Biden ever could have answered the questions. She really went out of her way to do two things. One, do her actual job and ask the questions that tens of millions of voters actually care about. But also at the same time, not be she could have been ruder. She could have been meaner. She could have pushed harder. Trump said his vaccine saved 100 million lives. She didn't push back like nobody does. She could have won a lot harder. But I think she tried to finesse it where and this is a tough thing to finesse. She wants to do her job and not look like a fool and a shill. But at the same time, she doesn't want Trump to hate her. And she knows that Trump pretty much doesn't like anybody that asks some real questions. So I feel like she tried her best to ask the tough questions, but at the same time, not go too hard and just let him answer and be respectful. And she's still a nasty woman, nasty Megyn Kelly. She got a lot nastier because she does what no one else will do. I want to play this clip real quick because I always try to show people what I'm thinking. I don't just like to tell you like randomly. And I feel like that's what makes my show kind of unique where I'm like, here's why I think what I think. My Some of my biggest videos, I show proof, I show evidence, video clips, et cetera. I'm not just trying to talk out of my ass. I come up with my conclusions based on evidence and logic and stuff that I see. So I try to show you, here's just a compilation of two things. One, Thomas Massey saying that Trump tried to kick him out of the party because he opposed the CARES Act, which was probably the most socialist bill in history. And because Thomas Massey disagreed with the Republican Party and Trump, even though he was right, even though it was capital capitalist, free market, whatever everybody wants to say, he went against Trump and Trump literally tried to kick him out of the party. And then I have a four or five minute clip of Candace Owens on my show when I had her on earlier this year. She explained after her interview with Donald Trump that Trump seemed like he gave her the cold shoulder essentially because even though she asked even less questions than Megyn Kelly and pushed back just a little bit less than Megyn Kelly did, Trump was still really upset with her because that's just Trump world. You don't ask him questions. You don't challenge him. You don't disagree. You're just supposed to get on your knees and go like this. And I think when you watch this clip, it kind of shows you, you know, where his head is at. So let's watch it real quick together and then we'll move on. President Trump was pushing through. Thomas Massey was trying to say, no, we have to do this correctly. We still have a constitution. It has not gone away. And I'm proud of him. I totally support him for what he did so
0: he said he said he would on the phone he told me he was going to come at me like i'd never seen never never in your life before have you seen the way in which i will come (laughs) at
1: you great and that you know massey should be kicked out of the gop and Thomas has always had like that's a good, wild. Yeah, he always had a good attitude about it. But I, that is wild. I was gonna ask what you thought about yeah. that. <laughs>
2: that's absolutely wild. The idea that Thomas Massey should be kicked out of the GOP is just something that should never be uttered by a single person who claims to be conservative. Um, and now it's top. It's obviously Trump. He likes to do hot takes, and if he feels insulted, he kind of punches um, without even paying attention to who he's possibly punching. But that is a wild take. It is a garbage take. It should not be accepted by any conservative who follows Thomas nasty he, He's wonderful.
1: On that note, I wanted to ask because I thought, to your credit, you were probably one of or the only person on the right that I've seen give a decent interview to Trump where you asked him about Julian Assange, which was a great question that I don't think anyone asked him until that point. And you also asked him about the vaccine. I'm just going to read a few uh, quotes from it. And then also, I saw your youtube video about how like he was a little upset at you kind of trying to defend him after it i thought you were coming to his defense and maybe he got a little upset right so i'm gonna read these quotes and then just you could tell me if you want about like what happened there so he said uh it was one of the greatest achievements of mankind and then it said look the results of the vaccine are very good and if you get it it's a very minor form people aren't dying when they take the vaccine. So that put you kind of in a pickle where then the media was covering it, you kind of came to his defense and then I think you said on YouTube, you know, he got a little upset possibly, just you tell the story, not me. Yeah, it
2: was, it, well, to be honest, it was really immature on Trump's part. Um, first and foremost, I gave him a very fair interview. I asked questions that I felt really reflected the concerns of the voters at that time. Obviously we were coming out of COVID, a lot of things were really crazy, forcing vaccines upon people. People that follow me in my show know that I don't back to my children at all. Um, I I very much cover the big pharma scam. People think it began with the COVID vaccine. It began before, um, but not to get deep into that. But this was obviously something that I really want to talk to you about because he kept pushing this vaccine. I, I do want to say, to be fair to him, you know, this is the person who was a leader of the free world, all of the experts who were he was surrounding himself with, who he's supposed to surround himself with people that are smarter than him, right, when making up these sorts of decisions, were telling him that this is going to essentially be a plague, the bubonic plague was coming. Um, and when you are given that little bit of knowledge, of course, you want to trust the experts, you want to believe with him. So I don't want to be the person that's like you know, well, it's just so easy to make a decision and to say, absolutely not. I do believe that if I was president of the United States, I still would have never shut down the government. I was very much against him in doing that because then if you ever have a Democrat president, they're gonna say, and they wanna shut down the government arbitrarily, they're gonna say the Republicans sit first. It's mm. it is always the right of the individual to be able to decide whether or not they wanna get up and risk their lives to go to work. That's just, it's the, if you're gonna die from a plague, you have a right to go out and sell coffee if, if you think making money for your family is bigger. So by asking that question, uh, you know, meaningfully, and he kind of just went into an ad for how great he was, right? And like, I got this out, and it was the fastest.
0: Vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind.
2: And I think in his mindset, he was very much in like campaign mode, which is like, He does this a lot of times, he lists his accomplishments and he wasn't hearing me and he was instead focused on listing his accomplishments. Um, And obviously the media, which was so pro big pharma, loved this. They seized upon it and they published all of these articles about how, even Jen Psaki tweeted what he said in my interview and was like, yep, great, go get your vaccine. And so he got blowback from his own supporters who were still feeling as I was trying to express to him that this is actually wrong. We didn't know anything about this vaccine. It was completely rushed and it would have been a great time for him to reflect and say really what I just said in his defense is like, we only knew what we knew at the time. You know what I mean? Um, and so when he got this blowback, there was a lot of conspiracy underneath it where people were saying that Trump sold out to Big Farmer, like he was accepting checks from, like suddenly they had transformed him into like Dr. Fauci's partner. And my instinct was it which is always just to tell people my gut instincts about how I read the situation was that that wasn't the case, that he was just rattling off his accomplishments and he needed to like be like, I'm Donald Trump, I do it all, like I got this done and it's amazing. Not that he was trying to be a big pharma shill. And so in trying to defend him, I said, guys, like first and foremost, understand his age. If you speak to people that are above the age of 60, they love vaccines. Like they really do, like it is just a thing. Trump actually is over 60 and he then took this really vain point of me, like the media ran it as Canada says, he's old and out of touch, which is not what I said, but he didn't watch it. He's reading the media um, as opposed to listening to what I said, which was really me trying to defend him. And uh, he got upset about it. And he was saying bad things about me, to people at Mar-a-Lago telling them how mad he was at me. And he was mad at me because of what he said. And so I thought that was really crap. I thought I also, if anything else, I also thought it was incredibly immature, um, especially because I had been such a staunch supporter of his. And I was even trying to give him the benefit of the doubt.
0: Vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind, how well, no, the vaccine work, but yeah. some people aren't taking the ones, the ones that get very sick and go to the hospital are the ones that don't take the vaccine.
1: So just to explain that, you know, at the time before Candace interviewed Trump, no one had really asked him any good questions. It had been like two years and everybody that interviews Trump is like huh, huh, huh. they're like dogs just like chewing on a bone like the, as if they, they've never done journalism in their life. So Candace came across and she's like, I like Trump. I'm not going to try to make him look bad. But as an American citizen, as you know, I think Candace is someone that has a lot of support. I think she knew that she would look stupid if she didn't ask some good questions. So she did ask some good questions. She asked Trump why he didn't pardon Julian Assange. That's a great question. Regardless of his answer, I thought that when she asked that question, I was like, dang, that was a question that 15 journalists had failed to ask over the last year and a half. And she also asked him about the vaccine. And Trump said, my vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. And then he went on to say that people who are getting the vaccine are not getting that sick or dying. So, you know, because she asked that question and barely pushed back, the media started running with it. And now Candace was in a pickle, right? Candace doesn't even vax her children. Candace never supported the COVID vaccine. She saw through it from day one, but now she it's like, do I defend Donald Trump or do I Lose my entire like character over this guy who I don't agree with. So she tried to kind of play it in the middle and be as nice to Trump as possible. And she tried to figure out why Trump was pathologically lying about the vaccine. So she was like, you know, he's older and maybe like he's, you know, older people tend to like trust vaccines more. And the truth is, you know, with Trump, I don't know that that's the case because if you look at him prior to office, he's not that type of guy. He's actually skeptical of vaccines. So you know, I think Candace was trying to rationalize it and help Donald Trump, which is a nice thing to do. And in return, Donald Trump, basically, according to her, just doesn't like her anymore, is talking trash about her. And this is why nobody asks Donald Trump questions, because no matter how nice you are, no matter how respectful you are, if you ask journalistic questions, no matter how kind and calm and supportive of him you are, like Megyn Kelly and, and, and Candace, he tries to ruin your life. He says, oh, you know, starts talking trash about you, tries to kick you out of the party like he did to Thomas Massey. And this is why people around him tend to be snakes because they're not real friends and they're not real people. A lot of the people around Trump, people always ask, well, how does he always get tricked all the time? How does he always get fooled? Well, you hope he's getting fooled because if he's not getting fooled, it means he's in on it. And you don't want to imagine that he could possibly be in on it like with big pharma. You know, I don't think he got tricked and fooled and I don't want to make excuses for him because if there was an excuse to be made, I would make it. I, you know, I really like Trump at a certain time, but I put together all the numbers. He took money from Pfizer. He hired pharmacy lobbyists. He took meetings with Bill Gates. He did similar stuff that Bill Gates told him, through executive order. Like, I think Trump's in on it. I don't think he's stupid. I don't think he's old or naive. I think he's in on it. But, you know, I would love to see that he wasn't. All the evidence proves that he is, and he doesn't care. So when people try to rationalize and come along and be like, well, Trump, your supporters feel this way, or Trump, I don't agree with you, he just gets mad at you because he's like, get the hell out of my way. My vaccine saved the world. It's the greatest achievement. Democrats are telling me I saved 100 million lives get out of my way. That's the narrative I'm going with. And and he knows that everybody around him will just cave to that because there's two options in the Republican party. Now it's the Trump world. It's either you cave to daddy vaccine or daddy abortion, whatever you want to call them. And you get on your knees and, and, and vacuum the carpet that he walks on, or he'll run over you. And the truth is Trump is more powerful than everybody. Trump is more successful than everybody as far as gaining votes. And you can't really combat him. You know, with DeSantis, I, I see a lot of people on Twitter saying he could run a better campaign. His campaign's a failure. His campaign's a failure. He's the best governor I've ever seen in my lifetime, but his campaign's a failure. You might be right. I don't know. You know, is his campaign terrible? Possibly, probably. I've no, I have no. I. don't really know how to measure because I, I can't really see the ads they're running, etc. He's playing it safer. But the truth that I think is like, what can he possibly do? If he starts attacking Trump, everybody cries and they're like, oh, DeSantis is attacking Trump. Trump branded him in a certain way and he can't shake that brand. If he's too nice, nobody listens to him. If he's too mean, oh, he's hating Trump. He has Trump derangement syndrome. He's a globalist. But when Trump does the same thing, he's not a globalist. So it's like, I think that DeSantis could run his campaign better, but I don't think anyone has a chance against Donald Trump. It's the same reason Vivek doesn't criticize Trump. Like, it's like, he comes on my show and he goes, you know, DeSantis did this and and someone else did this. And I'm like, who's that someone else? He was talking about Trump when he took a hundred plus million dollars Soros loan for a building in Chicago. He goes, you know, this candidate, you know, DeSantis did this and DeSantis did that. And then another candidate did this. And I'm like, who's the other candidate? I, I said, if you watch my interview, I go, Trump? Because he doesn't want to say Trump because even Vivek is smart. He knows in order to ever win anything, he needs Trump supporters on his side. So you pretty much just have to lie or gaslight or pretend like you don't know stuff. And that's the true route. It's like, I'm not I'm not acting like I could win a primary against Trump. I couldn't. Uh, I don't want to. But in general, it's like, I know that this is not popular. I know that the, the way to make more money and get more attention and, and make it in the Republican Party is to take the Mike Lindell or Carrie Lake route and just suck up to Donald Trump, whether you agree with him or not. Because if you ask a journalistic question, like Megyn Kelly or Candace Owens, you're screwed. It's like, if you if you stick to your guns, Trump's going to hate you. If you try to defend him, Trump's going to hate you. You'll end up making excuses for him that might may or may not be true, because you're trying to rationalize why he's such a big pharma shill. It's like, well, I don't think he's sold out. I just think he's too old. And then Trump gets mad at that. He's like, I'm not too old. How dare her say that? It's like, okay, then what are you a sellout? I don't we're we're trying to figure out why you're marching around saying that the vaccine saved 100 million lives because a Democrat friend told you to. And I think the reason he keeps doing it is because there's no consequences. Trump can lie. Trump can flip flop. Trump can be a Democrat. And the idol worship and religion that's built around him in the Republican Party is stronger than anything else. So he knows that there is no he could get away with it completely. I want to look at his uh, answer real quick to the like, can a man become a woman question? And I know that's like a buzzword question. That's like, you you know, the question you don't want to answer when you're running for president. is like, which bathroom would you put a transgender woman in? And (laughs) it's like you're even if you have conviction, you you just don't want to seem a certain way, I I guess. So you're like, uh, you know, I understand it's one of those like buzzword questions that people are afraid to answer because it's going to make half the country hate them. But I want to show people something because I've mentioned it and it's it's just, I think historically relevant, whether you care or not. And I'll show you after this. So here's the clip of him answering that question.
0: Can a man become a woman? Um, <laughs> in my opinion, you have a man, you have a woman. I, 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 think, I think part of it is birth. Can the man give birth? No, no, although they'll come up with some
1: In April of 2012, Trump overruled the rejection of a transgender beauty queen. So for Miss Universe, which Trump was in, I think he owned or it was a part owner in, they were saying that a transgender male to woman couldn't compete with the women. And Trump actually overturned it in 2012. When it comes to the transgender competing with biologically born women debate that's happening in 2023, you have to understand that Trump was pretty much the founder of the Slippery Slope. He allowed it in 2012 before Caitlyn Jenner even came out as a woman. So he's like the ultimate liberal who ushered this into America. Does that mean you have to hate him because of it? No. Maybe you agree with it. Maybe you just, dis- I don't really know and I don't really care for this live stream I'm not trying to debate on what who should compete and what but if you're like so mad at the left for doing this and you're like oh they're, they're doing all this stuff and it's like Trump brought it to America basically when it wasn't popular like what he did was probably less popular than the other way around so it's like I I don't know I just find this stuff fascinating when you start putting all these pieces together, It's like you can go two routes. You could just start making up excuses in your head that don't make sense, which is what everyone's doing. I wanna read a a comment I got on Instagram today. You know, I, I don't know what video this is even on, but I just saw in my notifications, it said, Trump had to follow some of Fauci's recommendations or be blamed for all of the COVID deaths during rollout and created an arena to expose the CDC, et cetera. So this is somebody that likes Donald Trump, right? That because he's doing things that they don't agree with, He can't face it like a man or he can't face it and be like, hey, I disagree with him. Or maybe he sold out a little bit or maybe he's just like caved a little bit. You got to make it like people like this guy so much. They just make up fake excuses in their head that don't even make sense. And I just want to break them down real quick before I move on. Trump had to follow some of Fauci's recommendations or they were going to blame him for all the COVID deaths. They blamed him for all the COVID deaths anyway. Trump caved and they still blamed him. So this is this logic that is the reason that Republicans keep losing. If Trump caves, they're going to really like him this time. They don't like him, they don't trust him, they don't give him any credit. It doesn't matter if he sells the vaccine harder than Bill Gates, they're still going to say he killed everybody. So it's like in the Republican party, not just because of Trump, probably before it too, we get the worst of both worlds. We get a guy who's basically a New York liberal who brought the slippery slope of LGBTQ to America, who's who's running around Who's further left than the other candidates, but everybody in the left wing thinks he's like the furthest right person ever. So, his, you know, he's perceived as extremely extreme. He's not getting any of these votes. He's probably gonna lose the next election, but he doesn't even have conviction for the policies that people think he has. So, it's like in his, in the Republican world, he caved so they didn't blame him. But the reality is, him caving didn't stop them from blaming him. And it's never gonna stop them from blaming him. So why would you even think that? That's a fake excuse that people don't even believe just to try to justify a guy that they're obsessed with doing something that they disagree. It's almost like mental illness at this point. And then it's like he created an arena to expose the CDC, et cetera. The CDC has been doing the same thing for the last 50 years. You could watch a Mike Wallace interview on a swine flu vaccine from the 70s, and it's the same thing that happened, the same corruption in the CDC The same them covering up stuff and lying and corruption. It's been happening for 50 years. This idea that Trump has to cave to big pharma, Trump has to allow the CDC to stab you in the back for you to expose CDC. It's like a psychosis. It's like when we lose, we're secretly winning because he's exposing the, yeah, just hire your enemies and you'll expose them. It's like, it's so weird and it's so embarrassing. And I wanna like, I feel like I'm living in a different planet than people. Like I log into social media Like I see this from Charlie Kirk and I'm like, I can't tell if he's joking or not. Like, is this a parody or is he dead serious about this? Like he posts a picture of Trump at at, at a pizza parlor, right? And he says, Trump 2.0 is different from 2016 and 2020 version. Trump 2.0 is retail politics over rallies and events. Trump 2.0 hands out pizza to Iowa voters. We want pizza from Trump quotes. Trump 2.0 is Trump at a pub, Trump at a Dairy Queen. It's like, this is what Trump wants. This is what gets rewarded. Nobody asking him journalistic questions. It's being like, dude, Trump 2.0 is Trump handing out pizzas and Dairy Queens. That's Trump 2.0. It's retail politics, retail, not rallies and events. He's still doing rallies. But if you look at the pictures, they're not as big as they used to be. It's fine. I don't care. They're still huge. I'm just saying it's like the, the twist. This is socialism sucks. Turning Point USA socialism sucks everybody but when our party does socialism we reward them we book them and then we post propaganda pictures of them handing out pizzas because that's what 2024 trump's about it's not about asking him questions about why we failed last time and who he hired it's about covering all that up with dairy queen propaganda yeah patriots yeah cat turd and it's like what planet are these people living in you know it's very bizarre um very very bizarre i'll read some comments but i guess to wrap it up I've known this for years now, but just him calling Megyn Kelly nasty after that last interview is just everything I need to know. No matter how nice, how respectful, how kind, how fair, how reasonable you are, Trump's not going to like you if you question him or challenge him, which is why he's constantly surrounded by snakes. A good like a person that is a good leader. I think realizes that you need someone next to you that's not a yes man. You need somebody to say, hey, you got some sauce on your sleeve. Hey, you got this brother. Hey, we should think of it like this. But Trump hates people like that. So he hires the sleaziest, sneakiest, snakiest people around him because people know how to play him. Bill Gates played him like a fiddle. You could read the 2018 uh, press interviews where Bill Gates said he was flattered. You know, Trump loves to be flat. Oh, he's going to be the vaccine guy. Oh, he's going to be the science guy. You could read it in 2018, they had a meeting and he said that Trump was really interested in a universal flu vaccine. I'm sure that's what they told him. Oh, Trump, the left's going to love you. Oh, the left's really going to give you credit if you usher in communism and big pharma tyranny and, and give $18 billion to big pharma and buy their doses with socialist scams. They're really going to love you, Trump. You're going to be a left-wing hero. And then he does all the crap and the left-wing still says he, he, he killed everybody. And then Trump supporters are like, oh, if he didn't do that, they would have blamed him. Dummies, they blamed him anyway. It doesn't matter what he does. They still blame him, but he doesn't get anything done because you listen to him in an interview. He's like, my Democrat friend, my Democrat friend told me my vaccine saved hundred million lives. So I'm just going to keep repeating it on loop. Megan Kelly doesn't even push back. She gives them more than a fair interview and then Trump runs around and calls her nasty because this is not about politics. This is not about capitalism. It's not about conservatism. It's not about America. It's not about your freedom or liberty. It's a Trump religion. You bow down to the orange idol, you eat the dirt off his shoes and say it's chocolate. you carp, you vacuum the carpet in front of him like Harry Lake. That's what you do. You don't ask questions. You don't you don't stand up for anything. It's just like it, it's him. It's his time. It doesn't matter what he does. If he's you know caving to Democrats, that's just what it is. We don't have any principles anymore. Uh, it's very very weird, but I don't know. I've seen it for three years now, so it's not necessarily like new to me. I guess I, there's gonna co- it's gonna come to a point where things aren't gonna add up, and, and people are gonna have a fork in the road, and they're either gonna have to figure it out or not. You know, I don't, I don't know at what point people will figure it out because I'm starting to think that it might be never. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. But at what point do people really think about it? And I want to say this too, because this is just my, someone said you're out of touch with people. I don't even disagree with you. And here's what I want to say too, because I, I believe that the majority of, and I'm not trying to act like I'm so special, but the majority of the American public they don't even care about lockdowns and all that stuff. Like, I believe I believe you're right. I believe that we got treated, this is my perception, and then I'm going to tell you why I am out of touch with the majority of Americans. My perception is we got treated like slaves, lab rats, captured war prisoners, and animals by our government, mostly Democrats, but also Republicans did it too. We got treated like slaves, lab rats, and animals, and I lost more freedom and liberty from 2020 to 2022 than I've ever lost in my life And the majority of Democrats and Republicans don't even consider that when they vote. I mean, the Republican Party barely talks about it because Trump doesn't want to talk about it because it's not a talking point he's good at talking about. So they don't even talk about it. So to me, the biggest leverage our party has is we didn't lock down as much. We gave you your freedom. We took off your mask. We didn't we didn't force vaccinate you. That should be like the driving point. That should win us the election by 60 to 70 points. But Democrats apparently like that stuff and Republicans don't want to talk about it. So yeah, I am out of touch because... The majority of Americans don't even care about their own liberty or freedom or, you know, they'll be like, oh, well, you know, I can't afford anything. That's why I want to elect the guy who was there in 2020. Well, you can't afford anything because Trump and his government printed six to eight trillion dollars and then Biden printed more money. But this idea that Trump's going to fix the problem he started is insane. Like you're as batshit as a liberal. You just don't know it because you follow Charlie Kirk and Cat Turd, and they keep feeding you this this stuff. And it's like, all right, so. Yeah, I guess I am out of touch when the majority of Americans got locked down like captured war prisoners and they don't even care. You know, and I I understand that people shouldn't be treated that way. I wouldn't treat people that way. I believe that we deserve our freedom. But if you want to know my honest opinion, and I understand that this is unpopular, I don't think Americans deserve freedom and liberty. I think it's earned and not given. I don't think George Washington just sat eating pharmaceutical pills, getting fat. And just said, Oh, I deserve liberty and freedom. I think he worked for it. And I think Americans today they take it for granted, left wing and right wing. So I don't think we deserve things just because we like Trump. Like that's the Republican narrative. It's like I deserve everything because I, I am I bow down to the orange idol, and that's why I deserve stuff. I don't think so. If you can't even get more than 50% of this population to have it in their top three for why they're voting Republican next election or whatever because we were treated like slaves lab rats cab I mean they lock people down told people they can't go to school, told you you can't work out, told you you can't see your family in the hospital. They forced vaccinated millions of uh, military members against uh, their will. You know, And I'm, I'm saying this is a Republican talking point. I think Republicans should be leading with this stuff. They, that should be like one of their main messages. Like, hey, guys, remember this for the next election. You barely hear anybody talking about it. I think DeSantis kind of talks about it. Besides that, none of these other Republicans, they're trying... The Republican Party, even though this should be their number one talking point, because even Trump did better than Biden on this topic, they don't want to talk about it. It's like they don't care. Voters don't care. Democrats don't care. Republicans don't care. It's crazy. So it's like, what do you do? What do you do with a population where 80 percent of the population legitimately doesn't care about the biggest scandal of the generation that just happened a year and a half ago? It's like, but we deserve freedom. Why? Why? I don't I don't get it. It's like I don't. I think this country is getting what it deserves, and I think it sucks, and I, I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. Even with uh, what's his name, John Fetterman, yeah, it it is embarrassing that John Fetterman can't talk or dress up. You know that's pretty embarrassing, but to me, that's not that's not like that's not the first thing that's happened. It's like the end stage. Like look at Nancy Pelosi, look at Diane Feinstein. Literally in 2020, they locked you in your house and told you that you needed a vaccine to be free. And, and and people care more about John Fetterman than they, than they do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, because he looks stupid? Like John Fetterman's there because your government's so corrupt. Consider John Fetterman a blessing in disguise of warning you how insane things are going. It's like things growing through the wall because there's mold behind it or something. It's like, you don't wanna see it, but it's a sign that something's wrong. Like John Fetterman's not the, but you'll hear people talk about that, but they won't talk about what happened a year and a half ago. So if that makes me out of touch, I agree. I agree that I'm not average at this point where I'm not acting like I'm so much better. But I, I don't I truly don't understand. Like I'll vote Republican, even if Trump wins and runs on how great his vaccine is, probably off of a few things. Federal judges, because I think that's probably one of the only things that Trump actually did that stuck. Federal judges, Supreme Court judges. That's probably like one of the only things that matters. Slightly better border security with the chance that he might actually do something this time. And you know make it right and then also the 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 mandate stuff you know that is a huge part I, I never said that trump fully mandated everything i just said that he walked into the trap he gave them all the money he gave them all the power he did socialism for big pharma operation warp speed and then he acts shocked by the results after you set this president you're gonna get bamboozled but still i'll still vote for these losers because i know the republican party on average open the country faster, they mandated less, they did less mask mandates. And to me, that's like a slavery scheme. You know what I'm saying? I Like when I couldn't walk into a store cause I didn't have an MRNA shot or they're screaming at me cause I don't have a cloth diaper on my face for five seconds before I walk into a Dairy Queen. Like that's the type of crap that was the craziest shit that's ever happened in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I was very, I had very few complaints before that. Uh, you know, I'm like, whatever, life's crazy, but it is what it is. But now I can't go here. Now I can't travel. Now I can't leave the country. Now I can't go on a cruise. Now I can't see my family. That was the craziest shit that's ever happened in my life. And it's not even a top three things that people are voting for in the next election. Democrats don't care about it. And Republicans are more concerned with idol worship around the vaccine salesman abortion guy than they are. Like that does that topic doesn't even matter to people. I bring that topic up and people are like, that doesn't matter. It's over. What? Yeah, I'm out of touch for sure. I'm definitely out of touch with a group of people that doesn't even care what happened to them. And that kind of makes me beg the question of like, why wouldn't that happen again under another guise? If Republicans concede that much freedom and say, we had to because of an emergency or whatever they say, or he had to, Trump had to cave and this had to happen why wouldn't it happen again it should happen again like i if i walk into a restaurant and 99 of the people in that restaurant are wearing cloth diaper masks on their face to walk five steps and i'm the only man there that says hey guys this doesn't i'm literally like at, at certain points i would yell to the whole restaurant as like a truman show experiment to see if i'm really here this is just like a hallucination i'm like guys why are you listening to this stuff if 30 of us actually said it doesn't make sense as a man, as an American citizen, it doesn't make sense to wear a cloth diaper on my face for 10 seconds to sit down at a table. And if, if if people snapped out of it in 2020 or 2021, it could have been over two years prior. But I'm sitting there and I'm saying, is anybody alive in here? And they're all telling me, I agree with you, but I just follow the rules. I just follow the rules. Then you deserve to be enslaved if you follow the rules and walk into a freaking You know, sell and complain that you're there. I don't understand why because you voted for Trump. You think you deserve freedom just because you voted for a guy who sold vaccines? Like, I don't I don't look at it the same way. People are like, I deserve all these things because I vote this way, but your party doesn't like did a half-assed job to preserve this stuff. And the reason they keep getting away with it is because most people don't care, you know. So yeah, I'm out I absolutely am out of touch with Trump supporters. I absolutely am out of touch with Republicans ideologically, they agree with me on 99%, but they're trapped in this like circus narrative around characters and politicians and this and that and left and right and red and blue to the point where they can't see straight. Yes, all vote Republican, you know, because- may i mean one of my main reasons is the the medical tyranny i know that they're better at it even though they suck and that's part of the illusion is like both parties are going towards hell and the further the democrats go the more reasonable the right seems even though they're liberals from eight years ago you know what i'm saying you go back 15 years the the democratic party is further right than the conservatives on social issues but now we just keep moving in the same direction. And if you want to stand still and say no, you're too much. And that and that's how they win over time. But long story short, I feel like uh I, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, if people go and vote 60% for the guy that was there in 2020, we do we are, I am out of touch. You know, I'm not pretending like I'm not. It would make more sense for me to try to fit like and the more I listen and the more I read stuff, it's like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, you know, it doesn't make sense. Someone said to love America is to love individual freedom using the Constitution and the laws to protect those rights. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear you. I, I definitely think the Republican Party is the better option. I just think the Republican Party at this point, they know that, you know, they don't really have to do that much someone said Trump exposed the who he proved they had vaccines made for a new disease before it even hit China. Trump signed executive orders in 2019. Like your I'm not trying to be mean, but your little fake fantasy Trump world you're living in, it's all fake. Like they point to China as if they weren't funding that same lab. Oh, China did it. China did it. China did it in the Wuhan lab. Who was working with the Wuhan lab? If you believe that, America's hands are all in that, but they can't admit that, so they just blame to China, and China blames them. It's both of them probably, but also, just like you're blaming China, Trump passed vaccine executive orders that are eerily similar to the ones used in 2020 in 2019. You want to talk about China pre-planning certain stuff? Just look at America too, but you can't. It's like people are like, oh, it's the China flu. Trump's innocent. He exposed them. He's doing the same crap, but they're going to get away with it every time. And thank you, uh, Jay Case. So I appreciate you. Someone said, took a much to the surf trip. Hope you're well, bro. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate it. Long story short, it's like I... I don't, I guess I should just sit here and be like, you deserve freedom and liberty and, you know, MAGA. Yeah, if you vote for the orange vaccine salesman, you you deserve everything if you just keep giving your money. It's like, I could say that, but I don't believe it. I don't believe this party deserves anything. Like the, the failure is coming. And it's well-deserved. And, to, and pe- people might never snap out of it. It's like San Francisco. It's like saying San Francisco is going to be a, a utopia. It's not. San Francisco is not going to be a utopia. Everyone's getting robbed. It's going to keep happening. It's not going to stop. And they need to wake the hell up because their ideology of how to police and run a city doesn't work. Liberals are not getting a good city. So I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, if San Francisco is going to be amazing in a year. Just ra-. It's not. And Republicans aren't getting anything. Because their worldview at this point, they're too idolized around a certain man that they're not thinking straight in any form of the word. Like you want to look at that stuff, but you can't even look at your own country and your own party. This idea that only China was doing stuff in 2019, so was your vaccine daddy. Go go look at the executive orders. Um, 999, someone said, I was completely surprised at my job, how many Trump supporters wore a mask and followed everything. Democrats pushed all because they didn't want to lose their jobs. I live in a majority conservative place and people were following the stupid orders for two years in a a majority conservative place. You know what I'm saying? I had friends standing next to me that are Trump supporters and conservatives, and they were trying to shame me into wearing the mask. You know, this is what I'm saying. It's like, oh, just wear it for five steps to sit down. Yeah, but To me, it's bigger than just doing, yeah, could I do that? Of course, I could do anything. I could put on a monkey mask and dance and say, jingle, jingle, jangle. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things I can do. But as a man, it's like, I'm not a slave. I'm not a prisoner. I'm not doing an illogical, insane thing just to please the government overlords. Like, that's nuts. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you want me as a conservative to wear a mask, to sit down? At that point, I think Republicans deserve the slippery slope. If you can't even stand up for yourself in crunch time when they're taking away all of your stuff, when they're imploding your economy, when they're treating us like animals and lab rats and 90% of people know it's unscientific, but they're still following anyway. This is what I'm trying to basically say is like so many people, some people like Trump because he's the best option or they think he's the best option. Some people like Trump because, you know, he did a good job for a couple of years. Some people like him because he's funny. But this is my analysis. A lot of people like Trump because they don't want to be that man. So they just want to live vicariously through this Marvel character they have and in their head because it makes them feel strong the same way you watch football and cheer for the guy catching the touchdown. And I'm fine. I, I like sports as well. I'm just saying in general, like it doesn't matter if you vote for Trump, if you can't even take off your mask for five seconds to sit down and eat food. If you're willing to comply to that, your vote is useless. Like why? Because you vote for the orange man instead of the blue man, you you deserve a special good boy prize, but you can't even you can't even like resist tyranny in your own neighborhood. I don't like I don't see it that way. And that's what I saw in 2021 and 2022. The amount of people that were complying to little stupid crap when when there was nothing on the table. Like, you know, like I've explained this before, but it's not like I was gonna starve to death. I'm that type of person where it's like, if I if they told me you gotta starve to death or do this or lie the rest of your life, I would choose the path of honor because I'm not gonna live a liar. I'm not gonna live a life of lies. I know a lot of people that they know that I'm the real deal and it's like they wish they could be like me and just tell the truth, but they're fake and they, they, they wanna make the money or whatever. I, I can't do that. Rider, whatever happens, it happens, but I can't be fake. But long story short, we didn't even have to do that in 2021 like i would starve if i had to to make a point but we weren't going to starve there were 15 other restaurants we could go to we could order it we could make food ourselves and get groceries like we didn't have to comply to that restaurant's tyranny And, and there were 15 other restaurants around us including a few that didn't enforce masks and it's like people can't even stand up for themselves when nothing's on the line you get what i'm saying they were like put on a mask brother and sit down for five seconds and we could eat here I don't want to support this restaurant if they're that tyrannical. I want to use my purchasing power to support restaurants like Basilico's and others that don't cave I don't want to give my money to some psychopath who's telling me I have to wear a mask outside to walk to an outdoor table for five seconds. What point don't you want to get? And if you dummies actually stood up with me instead of shaming me, you know, then it wouldn't be a rule. If if, if 30% of the neighborhood wasn't a bunch of cucks, it wouldn't even be a rule for two years. It would have ended. I remember California, I live in an orange, uh, I'm sorry, I live in a red area. California's Gavin Newsom tried to bring it back in like 2021 or 2022. It was like two years later, right? And I'm in a freaking Gelson's or a stupid grocery store. And they brought back the masks after like a year of not having masks and everyone's wearing it. And I'm in line and the lady comes up to me. She says, excuse me, sir, um, you have to put on a mask. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm not a slave. And she's like, no, you you have to. I was like, I'm not putting one on. She's like, you you can't eat your, you can't get your food. And I was like, I'm I'm taking this food, ma'am. I'm going to pay for it too. And she's like, no, you can't take it. I'm like, Listen, lady, I'm not moving. Go get your manager. This is ridiculous. We've taken our masks off for a year. The governor says to put it back on for two weeks and everyone in here is complying like a bunch of animals. Go find your manager, your manager's manager, lady, because I'm not moving from this space. The guy comes out to me and he goes, hey, you know, sir, can you please go outside? I agree with you. And I I say, I'm buying these groceries, bro. I'm not going to starve and, and, and live in a house with no food because you guys are a freaking bunch of pathetic animals. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, you can go outside. You can take them for free. So because I was a real man, I, I, I sat there and he was going to give me all the groceries for free. I said, I don't want them for free. I want to pay for them. Here's $100. You can keep the change. You can steal $50 from me. I'm not taking these for free. Here's the money. I stood outside. He hands them to me. And outside, people are coming up to me and they're going, you know, I agree with you. I agree with you. Well, then what are you doing in there? Because the 10% of the store agrees with me, they can't do it. If 30% of the story agrees, it's all compliance. It was all a game. And what did everybody get for it when it was all said and done? What did you get for your vaccine? Did you get freedom? Any special things? Yeah, for two weeks, for two months. And then what? And then, you know, I saw a story recently where it's a story recently. DC Drano is saying that a veteran came up to him at a gym and said that he had to get the Moderna shot because he was in the military. He got the shot, got myocarditis. They kicked him out of the military because now he's not fit to serve and they're trying to not even help him with his medical stuff. I mean, this is real shit that happened to millions of people. What did you get for two years of the mask? Is there anything you got? Did anybody get anything? Did they have any rhyme or reason for the amount of time? How come we could take our masks off in that state if I drive three hours, but right here I can't, but I go to a different county and I can. It never made any sense. It was always like a slave test to see how, how how big a slaves people are who's who acts like dogs when they're forced with tyranny who's ready for communism who's ready for the gulags not me and it's like i'm the only one i live in a county that probably voted for trump 60 to 70 percent. but you can't even find three men in a grocery store of 100 people to stand next to me who the who the hell cares who you vote for wow you voted for trump what do you want a sticker like you're a, a kid You know what I'm saying? At a little playground event. What do you want? A a hat to come with it? You want to vote for DeSantis? Cool. You want to vote for Vivek? I don't care if you're not even man enough to to, to make a stand when when communism's ushering in. You don't deserve shit. And no offense, but that's the Republican Party now. They think because they wear little Trump badges and Trump hats that they're all so special, whatever. And it's like you got grown men that are jacked carrying guns in their social media telling me, oh, you don't understand anomaly. It's like What's the point of being so tough and so strong if you can't even stand up for yourself? Like you're, you're, you, make more, you make excuses for failure and tyranny more than you stand up for it against it and that's why it keeps happening it's like a simple equation in my head if enough people say no it's over if enough republican voters make it a point to say that trump or desantis can't do that it's over but if 95 percent of our base makes excuses for failure we deserve failure we deserve failure with a maga hat or a desantis pin or a romney it doesn't matter you know what i'm saying it's like that's the equation i see in my head and it's like you got all these tough guys getting all pissed off at me cool Whatever. Agree to disagree. But you spend more time making excuses for failure and tyranny and socialism and communism when it comes in your flavor and your color than you do standing up against it. And that's why we get it fundamentally. Yes, the left is insane. Yes, they don't know what they're doing. But we got to figure this stuff out, too. And that's kind of how I see right now. It's like, I don't care who you vote for. I don't care who you like. But that's the point of this conversation. Is like, if you ask real questions. If you take a real principled stand, you're not welcome in MAGA world. You have to either lie or just pretend like you agree with everything. And I don't see it going anywhere. Um, Thank you, Angie, I appreciate you guys. yeah. And the fact, all of those things that I that I talked about, how you couldn't go to a grocery store, how you couldn't get out of a plane, you couldn't leave the country. Yokovic couldn't come into the country. You got athletes getting deported with visas here because they didn't get the vaccine. All this stuff happened within the last year, even two years, three years max, but some of this is still going on. And this is not a top three issue for most voters. Am I out of touch? Yeah, I am. Because I, I I can't fathom how this isn't a top three issue. How is this not a top three issue? How do Democrats not care about this? Why do Republicans not care about this? Why isn't this the main message of McCarthy and Trump? The reason is because they were in on half of the shit and they're too pigheaded when it comes to their big pharma ties to ever admit this stuff. So they'd rather just act like it never happened and gaslight half the world into thinking that it's over. It's like, what are you talking about? You get what I'm saying? It's 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 crazy. It's crazy to me that for even six months ago, I'd bring this stuff up, and I'm like, you know, Desantis and Trump, and I'm looking at these things. They're like, COVID doesn't matter anymore, and I'm like, it doesn't. What matters? The economy, why do you think the economy is so bad? Does, do you think COVID has anything to do with the economy? The economy wouldn't be in shambles if it weren't for the COVID shit. So if you don't care about the COVID shit and you care about the economy, you, you're missing something. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you're missing a huge point. I care about the economy, not the money printing. Well, the money printing is why the economy is so bad. I mean, you can't, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Someone said, I made a video two years ago about the jab. I think you would like it. it it's called, I am not a sparrow. Yeah. And and uh, someone said, because you're an idiot anomaly, people need to work and make money. I'm not. I never said that you don't have to work and make money, but I'm just saying if both parties came together and printed eight trillion dollars because of covid and now the economy's in shambles because it was a bipartisan effort to implode the economy and bring in inflation you are going to have to work harder now as we all are in order to get less than we ever have as BlackRock and a bunch of investment funds buy up all the shit and act like it never happened. So I'm not asking you not to work. I got to work three times as hard for half the pay. I worked I worked, and made more money in 2020 and 2021 than I do now. And and now when I make the money, it's worth less than it was. Everything's more. Copy $7, freaking eggs are 12. Like I'm feeling it the same. I'm not asking you not to work. It's just like, If we can't figure out why everything costs so much and we can't call it out, we're gonna have to work harder and harder and harder for less and less money and I don't wanna do that. I'm not asking you to quit your job. I I can't quit my job. Sometimes I wish I could, just like 90% of the people listening to this wish they could but I'm not gonna complain about it because on a scale of jobs, my job's pretty cool. But yeah, sometimes I wish I could stop working so much too but I can't. Um, Someone said, who do we vote for, Anomaly? I think it's smart to vote Republican, but you got to confront these issues. If not, they're going to keep bringing them back. That's all I'm saying. It's like you can vote for who you want to vote for, but at the same time, you can't just vote and and then cheer like it's a rock concert. You know, I'm I'm on Twitter and people are like just posting videos of like, dude, Trump signing a woman's tits. I mean, it's not that cool, especially when you're married. But also, I'm not acting like I'm holier than thou. I'm just saying in general, it's like that's like the Republican party. It's like, who cares about anything? He's signing shirts. He's handing out pizza. It's like, wow, it's that easy to trick you guys. Hey, who cares about anything that happened? Like, look at the pizza and and the, and the dairy queen and the, and the signing shirts. It's like, dude, if we need a thrill, let's get people to stagecoach at Coachella. Like we can't, I'm not asking him not to be a rock star. It's just like, that's like, like people are like, it's like Joe Biden handing out ice cream and being like, dang, Joe Biden hands out ice. Cream. It's propaganda. It's 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 a photo op. You know, Trump's going to the pizza for a photo op. There's cameras there because they want him to appear normal. And I'm not saying he's not normal. It's just like Joe Biden does the same thing. Trump's just a cooler character. It's like, wow, you know, I was going to care about issues. But look, Obama's like playing basketball with Kendrick Lamar and handing out, you know, ping pong to to children. It's like, Whoa. Wow. Cool. I guess I like, like if a liberal posts that stuff, it's a, it's as pathetic as a right winger posting Trump handing out. And that's like, dude, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, this is like retarded. Excuse my language. Uh, Trump 2.0 is Trump at a pub, Trump at a dairy queen, Trump's just like you patriots, we want pizza from Trump, Trump 2.0 is retail politics, yeah, he's he's more like you than he ever, it's like, dude, this is straight up like Courtney propaganda, you know, and I know, it's just ridiculous, I was seeing something online, I might make a whole video about it, and I'm not complaining, I'm just pointing out that it's fascinating, People were telling the Daily Wire that they were, they were getting paid by DeSantis and Daily Wire Jeremy Boring came out and said, hey, we rent our email list out to politicians. Um, you know, and they, and they said that Trump has rented their email list 20 times as much as DeSantis has, which is probably true. So they said, we're not, we're not working for DeSantis. We took money from him to, to do a service and we've done that service for Trump 20 times as much. So, I'm just letting you know like I don't I don't care necessarily. I don't have a huge complaint about Daily Wire's business model, but they are taking money from politicians and renting their email list out. So it's just worth knowing. I'm not saying it's necessarily bad, but I don't do that. I don't sell I mean, I would think that would be a pretty big story. Uh, um, you know if I was like selling my email list to a politician, isn't that worth knowing at least? I'm not I'm not saying it's bad or but I didn't know that. And then with Charlie, it's like, you know, I know that there's two Turning Point Action and Turning Point USA. Turning Point USA, I believe, gets donations. I don't know about the other one, but it's like, are, are you pushing like Trump pizza propaganda because you just really like Trump or, or is this a business decision? Like, I don't know. I don't know what everyone's doing, you know? Some people that I'm like, Okay, I don't care which candidate they like more, but like they'll say something that doesn't make sense to what they else say what else they say. And then I'll look at their story and they got 50 Trump shirts. They're probably making a million dollars selling Trump merchandise. So I'm I don't care necessarily. Like people can make their money, they could support who they like, sell shirts. But at this point, I do feel like in one way, I'm out of touch with people that don't care about what happened over the last three years, like it's an afterthought. Yeah, I am out of touch with that because I don't agree as a voter. And if that's unpopular, so be it. Uh, With that being said, I also feel like I'm out of touch with most of the influencer class because at a certain point, everyone has to play some sort of a game. You know what I'm saying? Like there's some sort of finesse to be had. But with certain people like they're they're seeing it the exact opposite as I am. And, you know, that's healthy, I guess, in a fake democracy or whatever, republic. But in general, it's like, I'll watch the Megyn Kelly interview and I'll think to myself, Megyn Kelly did a really good job. I think she asked good questions. I don't think she was too hard or too harsh. Um, You know, I think it was a legit fair interview. And I think that Trump, I wouldn't say he did bad in the sense of like, you know, he doesn't like talk right or anything, but I would say for me, he, he's showing me who he is. And I'm not really a fan of like him saying that the vaccine saved hundred million lives because he, because he's friends with Democrats and he flip-flops. Like it, I, I was, I thought it was a great interview and it made, it, 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 it revealed more about Trump than I've seen in a while. And then I read some other interview, interviewer, in- influencers or whatever you want to call them, excuse me, And they're like, Trump put on a masterclass. That's the greatest interview I've ever said. He smoked Megyn Kelly and destroyed her. And it's like, I'm living in the exact opposite reality of whatever that was. Because I don't think Trump smoked her. I think she asked questions that no one's asked. And Trump gave the same answer he's been giving for years, which 98% of his base disagrees with. So it's like, if everybody disagrees with him, but he just keeps saying it, that's supposed to impress me. I'm not saying he should cave to his base necessarily but like most of his base is right he's wrong and he's telling you the reason he's wrong is because a democrat told him that so he just keeps repeating it it's like to me it was embarrassing but some people saw that as like the greatest interview ever and like he crushed her and i don't know it's like yeah i'm for sure out at whatever that is i'm out of touch because i think that it's an election season and uh you know a lot of people they are basically they're just trying to pump him as a candidate. Like I don't care if you, if you talk about Trump's good policies, but like this sort of stuff, like Trump 2.0 is Trump handing out ice cream at a dairy queen. Trump 2.0 is him handing out pizza, like, like retail Paul. Like it's just like this, this is not, this does not appeal to me. It feels like they're just trying to like find the people who believe this stuff and just keep feeding them and feeding them and feeding them. and I'm like, I, I'm i willing to admit that I did, I, I'm out of touch with that. Like, whatever that is, for sure. I'm not going to pretend like I get it or I'm, like, into it. But everybody has the right to say what they say and think what they think. Let me know. Uh, appreciate you guys. God bless you. Someone said you're out of touch. COVID isn't the number one issue that's why I'm out of touch. I agree. The fact that the American public got locked down like slaves and animals and lab rats and force vaccinated and Trump printed $6 trillion and imploded the economy and then Biden got in and made it worse. Like everything we're facing economically comes from COVID. So if the American public isn't smart enough to realize that COVID is a number one or a number two issue, then I agree I'm out of touch. But my analysis is we don't deserve anything We don't deserve freedom or liberty or good economy. If you say I care about economy, but I don't care about COVID stuff and you're not smart enough to figure out that COVID stuff is why the economy is where it's at, then yes, I'm out of touch with that. I for sure am. I don't think people are smart enough to deserve a good country and they're not going to get one. If you can't even put those two puzzle pieces together as obvious as it is, then what's the point? Voting like you get what I'm saying? Voting for the economy, but not understanding that it imploded because of COVID stuff, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, how how in the world are you going to get a good economy if you can't even admit why it's bad right now? Do people think the economy is not bad because of COVID? Like, people don't realize all of this is a direct result of how much money they printed and the supply chain issues of the lockdowns and stuff. I'm what I'm trying to say. Someone said it wasn't COVID. You don't think? that the economy is bad because of the COVID money printing, you're wrong. That's insane. Um, Long story short, though, even as a Republican, I'm not shaming the whole Republican Party. I think they should use it as a message to win the election and be like, we did this better. This is an important thing that happened. You vote for us and we'll fix this better than the left. Like, I think it's a great talking point for most Republicans to lean into. I think Maybe I'm wrong. I don't, and may, you're right. Maybe, maybe people don't care about this or something, but. I think the average person would connect with someone who's like, oh, he's not going to put us back in masks again. I don't think the average person really enjoyed all that stuff. In fact, I think they all find it insane. And most people don't want to go back. And most swing voters don't want to go back. And I think most non-voters don't want to go back to whatever that is. So maybe I'm wrong, but I think if Republicans leaned into it and said that we did a better job on this, 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 and this, and we're the freedom party and we're the liberty party, I think it could do well. But I you might be right. Like the, the reason they're talking about, not talking about the COVID stuff is maybe because most people don't care about it, but that's my interpretation is if most people don't care about it, that's insane. Like, how could you not care about that? I don't, I don't get it. Maybe it's true though. Like if someone runs in in San Francisco and says, I'm running against crime, and, and democrat voters don't care about crime even though their car got broken into five times like the city's going to keep getting worse i like i they, it might be true that democrats don't care about crime in san francisco but that seems kind of crazy to me considering that like everybody i know over there is getting robbed and it's like a normal happening over there now so that's where you know in order to get Good representatives, we need to be smarter as a nation. You know, like you can't get a good leader of that city if nobody there cares about it. And it's the same thing with this country. If, like, maybe most people don't care about that and they have every right to not care about it. But to me, if if you don't care about that and it's not in at least your top two or three, I don't understand, like, how, you know, it would be like going through the most insane traumatic event in modern history where they imploded the economy. Force vaccinated millions of people against their will and no one note like that's not even a a thought to somebody a year later seems insane to me but it, it might be true i don't know someone said out of touch shirt i i dress like a weirdo i dress like john fetterman so maybe i am out of touch appreciate you guys feel free to disagree i don't really care i gotta head out god bless you hopefully it made some sense but I'm not denying, like, I'm not acting like I agree with everybody. I might, what I'm saying might not be popular. I might be, it might not be a winnable message. I don't know. I'm just like shocked that no, like I keep hearing that from people like lapdog. I don't mind you. I I think you represent a lot of people. So I'm glad you're here, but it's like, we don't care about that anymore. But I'm like, but why though? You know, but we don't care. I hear you, but why? I don't get why. But I, someone said, shut up. Sir, yes, sir, I will. God bless you. Have a good weekend. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts. Stay blessed, Long Sleeve. God is great, Long Sleeve. And lots of more cool items coming soon. DreamRare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me. Support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors. Sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the DreamRare.com shop and Patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping this show free. Unimpeded. Uninterrupted. I'm forever grateful. My free email list is stayintouchwithme.com, so check the links below in the description or just type in on any browser stayintouchwithme.com, all one word. You'll find my email list, put it in there, and it's the least annoying email list you'll ever be on. I barely use it because I don't like getting emailed every day or every week. It's annoying, so I don't do it. stayintouchwithme.com. It helps me take back some power away from big tech. Telegram t.me dreamrarechat dream rare chat or at dream chat. Due to censorship, I post all my live stream and videos there sometimes i have some bonus content and i try to give people a heads up when facebook or youtube won't dream rare chat at telegram my instagram is at dream rare thanks for everybody following there for shorter content and DreamRareLinks.com. links.com that's DreamRareLinks.com. has all my stuff my podcast on spotify apple Podcasts. my music on spotify and apple my rumble page my bit shoot and gab page All my links are found at DreamRareLinks.com. Thanks for watching, folks. God bless you. You already know I'll be back with more content soon. Appreciate you.